everybody, this is Kiera. Hey y'all, it's Deja. And we are back with another episode giving you content, honey. Okay? Listen. Yes. Today's content is going to be about Black uh, generational curses like debt. I think that's our Ooh. biggest curse in our community. Um, so let's talk about it. So okay. um, I think the proper way to break this generational curse is through property, mm-hmm. fair and proper contracts. Yes. And housing. So let's talk about it. Um, you can go ahead and start days. You're like you always do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I would say breaking generational curses starts with stability. And we as a community tend to not really have financial stability. Mm-hmm. Um, we are always the last, last to hold on to some money. Yeah, 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 last. Um, when it comes to housing, it typically comes from like our great grandparents, well, our grandparents or our great grandparents passing down their homes. Right. Um, unfortunately, those are typically in the hood or they are run down to the point where nobody fixes them up. Yeah. And so you lose your property value for it. Okay, so um, um we are oh go ahead. Go ahead. I'll wait. Oh, I was gonna say we also don't talk about investments or stocks or savings with our kids. We don't talk about a credit score with our kids. Okay, we're we gonna get to that later. Hold wait, wait, wait. Don't don't do too much too fast. Hold on now. Hold on, Captain. <laughs> Let me drive the boat. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so um, let's start with housing first. Okay. Um, so just to give some background for what I'm about to say, I watched this show called Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles and Million Dollar Listing New York. And mm-hmm. those are on E-Network. Okay. And so I watch those because I like to see how these rich people live, you know. But one thing that that show has taught me, um, just as a viewer, is that these people that are buying these multi-million dollar homes are white or Asian. Um, they're not really a black person. And if it is a black person, they make the realtor sign a non-disclosure because it's typically a celebrity. They don't want anyone riding past the house, riding past the area, trying to see who lives there. And so that's the reason that, um, I wanted us to do this episode because that has to end. Um, we have to Absolutely. get we have to get to a point where, and I know I'm gonna get some flack for this, but we need to get to a point where black men that have money um, to pass on, be it from sports, acting, music, some other form of artistry like um, playwriting, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they need to stop marrying out, and they need to stop having kids out of their community because that's that's the that's a big part of the problem is where you look at these superstars like Kanye and uh, like Michael Jordan mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen Tiger Woods for sure when you look at people like that hell even Terrence Howard who's on his third or fourth wife you know it's it's like mm-hmm. These men have worked so hard, these black men, um, to build themselves up to have nine figures, you know, and at least nine figures. And mm-hmm. and then they sit up and marry an Asian woman, a white woman, Armenian. Armenian is white, period. 
you know, they marry someone that is other and right. then they sit up and bash us like 50 Cent has done um, continuously over and over again or Wesley Snipes. And it's like your audience is black. Your supporters are black. And then you sit up and you have these multiple kids everywhere. And then you go through a divorce. You go through the family court system and the child support and alimony, spousal support, um, trust funds, things like that go to someone that doesn't even look like you. You understand what I'm saying? So that's part of the problem. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be with whomever makes you happy but i'm definitely saying that that's a pattern um you know and i just feel like yeah you can set your kids up you can put them in a trust and things of that nature but what's wrong with having a black household you don't have a black household so but then when you're in some sort of legal trouble or you have bad publicity or something of that nature, then all of a sudden you want the black community to support your shoe line, clothing line, whatever it is, sportswear, investment, whatever it is to get you out of this wreck. And unfortunately, it's like we just seem to fall for it, but um, that, that, that needs to stop. So what we should do, even if you're not a celebrity or someone that's making nine figures, even if you're a black male or a black woman that's making six figures, you should be having a household that reflects what you look like, in my opinion, because there's other things that we can do besides music and athletics and things like that to take us out of a poverty-stricken environment. We can have hair stores. We can have nail salons. The Asians um, do that all the time. You know, they have things that they open up in our community, and we don't even see our own people opening up beauty salons, nail salons, or just even a massage parlors, just a basic spa. We don't yeah. see those things anymore. And it's gotten to the point where we've allowed it to become socially acceptable. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying that's a curse. That's a generational curse because we've become accustomed to working hard, doing our 40 a week, waiting two weeks to get paid, paying our taxes, and then the little bit of money that we have left over for self-care, we're going to give it to the other. And that needs to stop. It needs to go to black-owned businesses so that our own black people can have something to pass on, like a life insurance policy or if the business is damaged or something like that because of protesting or fire or something like that. We need to have insurance money so that we can rebuild or we can collect that money and take it into whatever else. And so why is that not being done? Absolutely. I think when you don't, know about the information or you don't have those resources then you're oblivious to the fact that you're stuck in a generational curse now it takes for you to expand your horizons a little bit and to do a little bit of digging and research um the answer to generational wealth is not just gonna pop out at you that's true you you definitely have to put in the work yourself but i think in doing that you have to realize that you're going to be uncomfortable if you're trying to break that curse. So if you're typically spending money on J's and, and, you know, and weed yep. and everything else, then of course you're not going to be saving any money. You're giving your money literally to someone else. They say that uh, the average black person holds on to their money for about maybe two, three hours, I want to say. Mm-hmm. 
Like once we get money, it burn a hole in our pocket quick and we real quick to spend it. And then we sit up and complain for the next two weeks that we're broke. Hell. Well, you I know mean, what is, but is that like, is, do you think that that's what, um, is it Kenya Barris? Is that his last name? The one that does blackish? Oh, Kenya Barris, yeah. Is that what he was talking about? Because he's like, his for his show, Black AF on Netflix, his whole thing is like because of slavery. It's wonderful. It's, it is wonderful. But it's like his whole thing is like because of slavery. And so it's yeah. like we have gold chains and Rolexes and things of that nature because of slavery. But actually, but actually, if you think about it, we have those things because we come from Africa. That's what our that's what our motherland is rich in. The mm-hmm. the people in this country in particular, they didn't come here with money. They came here as immigrants with diseases um, that literally took over someone else's land with stolen people and stolen goods while they were fighting for their right to have freedom, meanwhile taking it from someone else. So it's just like the it's just like the history, of it all. But the history with gold teeth, if you look at gold teeth, black people weren't allowed to have actual teeth if they were missing, you know, if they were missing a tooth or whatever. And so what they would do um, in our community, instead of doing wooden teeth, the white people would do wooden teeth. And so what black people would do, instead of them putting in wooden teeth, they would take a gold nugget and they would put it in their mouth if they had some sort of wealth, whatever wealth meant at that time. And that's where gold teeth comes from. And so it's like when you see Anglo people, Anglo celebrities um, that sit up and have gold fronts in their mouth and things like that, you don't understand the history behind it. And so now, right. it's, now it's looked at in modern day times where if you have a gold tooth or a gold grill in your mouth, it's like you're looked at as someone that's of lesser socioeconomic value, like a thug or something of that nature. And that might, may not even be the case because that's not how it started. You understand right. what I'm saying? So um, I definitely think that when you mention stocks, this is a big one. So whoever is listening to this, you need to start writing some notes. Yes, we're gonna give you some gems. I'm about to give you some free games. Knowledge on you, whatever you want to call it today. Free game. Somebody need to cash at me a hundred dollars for this free game. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But pretty much, y'all, when it comes to stocks, find things that you already like, that you already are interested in, and invest your money into that company. Because the more that you spend your money, you could be getting dividends, like. And so with that, let's say you put in maybe $10, $15 into a stock just to start. I'm not telling you you have to just drop three bands, but I'm saying put something in there. Well, and the, then, but the thing about the stock market is that it's not guaranteed to grow. So during the, time, during the time when the economy is down, like now we're doing a recession or whatever, that's a perfect mm-hmm. time as an investor to come in and to get stocks for something that's um, that's going to come back. Like something, for example, that will always come back is pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals Absolutely. are not going to go anywhere because people are always going to be sick. Um, something is always going to come up, some disease or mm-hmm. something is always going to happen where people are going to need medical attention. So Absolutely. that's something You can that's- invest in real estate. You can invest in medicine. You can invest in technology. I strongly suggest you invest in your STEM companies 
research STEM companies and invest in those because STEM is really the wave of the future. If you don't know what STEM means, it's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Those are really the companies that are going to bring you the big bucks because they're ahead of everyone else. While you're spending money, they're over here learning how to code and build a brand new computer. That's so but sometimes another thing join or research some stocks within things that you like, within things that you know are going to be valuable, like real estate. Everybody needs a place to live. But watch the real estate market because it can crash. Well, another thing is um, when you get stocks from an employer, a lot of employers have stock purchasing programs. I know for a fact that Starbucks has it because my best friend, one of my best friends works for Starbucks. And let's say during a time like this, she had been there for years. I believe you have to work for Starbucks for a certain amount of time um, before they give you the stock. But what she would do is when she had her stock purchasing program, if she wasn't making any money or if she had like a financial emergency, she could cash her stocks out. So if a company has a program like that, that's definitely something you need to buy into. And also people need to talk about buying life insurance, long-term and short-term disability as well, because you don't want to be in a position where you're like, I don't want to spend the extra 10 or $15 a month to have this additional insurance. I'm a pretty healthy person. You don't know what can happen. You can get into right. a car accident. You got something could be going on mentally that can cause you a depression or something of that nature where you just cannot be at work. Something as far as or work, your body could just fail you. That's that's true. You know, something can happen at any time. So people need to purchase long-term and short-term disability as well because it's better to have and not need than need and not have. And an extra extra $15 is basically like a meal at McDonald's or IHOP. You know what I mean? That's not something something that the average person is not able to afford to have. So that's definitely something people in our community need to. I know what the stoners could pay $10 to $15 for, but we're going to leave that alone. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but, but if people like to smoke and things like that, um, if you live in a jurisdiction that has legal marijuana, if, if you have a dispensary or something like that, a marijuana company that's public and they're on the stock market, do your, do your research. Look at Do your research. Even if you don't live in that jurisdiction. I, I know someone who lives here in Texas and they have um, some stock shares in a marijuana company that's based out of Colorado. You just, you know, you need to make your money make money. You don't need to work. Absolutely. You don't need to work hard at the for very your money. Least, and you can't look enjoy at it. purchasing land. Land goes with housing, it goes with real estate, it goes with a lot. And when you own land, you're the owner of it. Like you own the deed of it. No one can take no that one from can build you. it. So you can determine what you put on that land. That's whether right. you put a building, whether you make it a parking lot, whether you grow on that land, whatever you choose to do, that's yours. And then you just move from there. But always get in the idea, the habit, the mindset of ownership. Ownership right. is and that's something that we don't have within our communities we don't own our houses we don't own our cars we don't own any stocks or investments and that's why we're in this rotating cycle of i'm broke you need to stop saying i'm broke and just say you know i don't have it today but tomorrow is a new day that's right you don't always have to say like i'm broke period i'm just broke today 
That's right. Because for me, when I moved to Texas and I didn't, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything. I wasn't in school at the time. I wasn't doing anything. What I learned is to never depend on one source of income. And it's a shame that I had to get to the point where I was completely broken um, in order to realize that just having a job, making a set salary, that's not enough. I don't care. I don't care if you're CEO or CFO of a company and you make six figures. What if the company goes bankrupt tomorrow? What if there's a war or something that breaks out and your company has bad publicity because there's some insider trading or whatever it is going on? You have bad publicity. Now your stock value has plummeted. The company has has to sell things. You know, look at what happened with Enron. When I was in college getting my business degree, I had to study Enron and I had to study corporate contracts and learn how to read these corporate contracts with these big words, long, exhausting Mm -hmm. documents where basically the document is so exhausting. They just want you to sign it or they want you to walk away because it's completely unfair. They know know that people in our community cannot retain counsel, which means to get a lawyer. They know that we don't want to go to court because we're afraid that the court system is not going to rule in our favor, even if we have a case. So it should not take a long, exhausting 10, 20 page document. I personally have learned that if you have a document longer than three pages, it's some bullshit. You don't need to sign it. You need to walk away. Now you can have a team of people that can read it where there's websites. Um, I can't remember the website name, but it's like a website where you can upload your document and you can send it. You pay a fee for a team of attorneys to read it and then they write you back. There, the resources no, no. are there. You just have to, you have to be willing to look because in this day and age, everything Amen. is online. So if if Amen. you don't if you don't know about something at this point, that's a choice. That's ignorance. That's just flat ignorance. You can literally Google something and spell it wrong, and Google will say, "Did you mean to put this? Were you right. looking for this?" So you know, and we need to have more black judges, fair black and um, Latin X and other uh, attorneys, judges, officers. We need to have other people instead of just Anglo-Saxon people in high positions of power with high education because if we're constantly going to the same oppressor who doesn't want us to have these resources asking them to figure it out do you really think that it's going to go that way? They designed it for you not to have it in the first place for a reason. You have to be literally we've had to work twice as harder in this country because of the fact that there are certain things that one were set up in place for us not to achieve, but two, we play into the ignorance of not trying to figure it out. They That's say right. ignorance is bliss. That's right. And there used to be an old saying that said, if you want to keep something from a nigger, put it in a book. Put it in a book. That's right. So That's now right. we're at this point, maybe 400 years later, give or take, and they're telling us like, you know, you can get ahead, but now you have to jump through these rules, these laws, these regulations. You have to jump through the red zoning lines. You have to beat Section 8. You have to That's beat right. food stamps. You have to beat everything else. That's well, how right. do you do that? You have to get an education. That's right. I'm not saying you have, you have to. to go to school. You can go to train school. You have to get an education of something that you enjoy doing. Well, here's something that a lot of people don't do that I've explained to my younger brother um, that young black males or young Latin or other males can do. I don't know about in other states, but I know here in Texas, 
the mayor for the city of Houston has a program for, for young people that are in college where they can volunteer to get some volunteering credit so they can put that on their resume. They have resume writing workshops. They have programs where you can come intern for three months for the whole summer and you can get yourself some work experience because if you get, if you, if, if, if a person that is non white, non Caucasian male or female, if you get a job working in local government, you could be a, a clerk you could work at the Justice mm-hmm. of the Peace. You could work for a toll road. You can work the DMV. You can work for the DMV. That's right. There's a number of things that you can do just to get your foot in the door working for local government. Because for one, when you work for the government, you have no choice but to have a retirement and pension. That's that's contingent yep. upon your employment. You have no choice. So if you're going to do the work and you're gonna be there for a certain amount of time, whether you choose to go to school or not. You may as well work at a place that's gonna take care of you when you're while you're sick, you know, while you build up your your time. And then with with a job Absolutely. like doing something in the government, you can always leave and you can come back as long as you leave on good terms. And that's Absolutely. something that's excellent to have on your resume, even if you choose to work there for a year or two years or you have a five year goal. If you're doing that and you make these connections within whatever form of government you work in, that works to your advantage. If you need a letter of recommendation or something like that, and it's coming from someone that has some authority, like a judge or an officer or someone like that, that that works for local government, if you can have something like that for a recommendation letter or on your resume, that's going to help you stand out among the, the person that's competing against you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to learn to be professional being professional is how you get further in life. That's I love right. seeing all the black businesses, all of the small business owners and entrepreneurs. Trust me, there's a difference. But we have to learn to be professional. And you not just have- in person, but online as well. Because you see what's going on now with the people who are um, against protesting and saying radical racial things online. People are taking that information, especially on Black Twitter. Black Twitter will run a picture of someone or run someone's plate, find out who they are, and send it to their job. And literally within 24 hours, people are getting fired from their jobs because they cannot behave themselves in a professional way, not only in person, but also online. And you don't, you don't want to be the one who accrues student loans or who goes and gets X amount of education to work at a job and then you get fired because you can't watch your mouth. Exactly. Exactly. So Guys, the the whole point is to find you something that you love, perfect your skill set, and then learn how to make money off of it the legal way. Because that is how you That's can right. then start to break your generational curses. That's right. I don't care if you're good at hair. I don't care if you're good at cooking. I don't care if you can sing, dance, swim. I don't care if you can design clothes. Everything that you possess, every skill that you possess is a hustle. That's right. And a lot of black people, young black people who are breaking their curse um, is through YouTube. That's really a hustle no one's talking about. If If you can get yourself an audience on YouTube 
and go viral, um, you can do damn well. Like someone, I don't know if you know who this is, Nation, but his name is DDG. He's a little younger than us. He graduated okay. high school as valedictorian, and he has like Ooh. two or three YouTube channels where he literally posts every single day. He it, it can literally be him just walking in the closet and picking out a shirt. Whatever it is, he has a loyal fan base who literally keeps up with him every moment of every single day. And he's, wow. he's learned to trick the YouTube algorithm so that no matter what you type in or whatever black or ethnic YouTuber that you may follow, he's going to pop up on their suggested feed or related feed. So he's oh learned how to trick the algorithm. And since I've seen his YouTube channel, he's grown. He has a G-Wagon now. He has about what? two Rolls Royces. And he bought a house cash at 21 years old. It can be done, guys. It can be I done. Promise you. It can definitely be done. It can definitely be done. I mean, if you look around and you see all these young people who are able to do it, like people who are younger than 25, then that means that we have we have to be willing to do something different. I always say that the youth is the leader of the future for the reason that they're willing to go out and try anything just to see if it'll work. Where we're like, well, we know this won't work or this is bad based off of what society or our parents or someone older may have told us. But you really have to sit down and think, are you going to take advice from someone who's been stagnant for so long to the point where they are stuck in a pattern themselves or are you going to take a risk it might be financial it might be with your talents it might be to quit uh, your job and start your own business it might be to go back to school so you can get certified in whatever it is that you need to do in order for you to make more money i personally right. went back to school after getting my bachelor's just so i could have a, a certificate in culinary school that way I'm certified to go into people's homes, into restaurants, in the food trucks and cook. I can take that skill anywhere in the world and maximize on that. And I just love to cook. I have to eat. Okay? So cooking has always been natural to me. But when someone said you could capitalize on that, you can become a personal chef. You could become a, a chef for an athlete or for a team or for anything like that. That's when the possibilities became endless. All That's because right. I had this certain skill set. So That's whatever right. your skill is, it could be food, singing, drawing. Figure out how you can capitalize on that. But you have to also it. look at the legality of capitalizing off of it. If you have an idea or something like that, you need to write it down on paper because you cannot trademark a copyrighted idea. Whatever it is, if you write it on paper and you get yep. a trademark or a copyright for it, a patent for it, if someone comes along, which is what the white people were doing to us during the time after slaves were free, we were saying that we had these ideas, these recipes and all of these things for liquor companies and hair companies and things of that nature. But we, we were too naive where we were sharing our ideas instead of writing it down, taking it to the trademark office or, or sending it however we need to get it sent so that we can get um, some sort of backing behind us so that if we needed right. to go to court, we had a leg to stand on. So if that's something that you need to do, even if it's a TV show, whatever it is, you need to write it yep. down, make sure you go to some law office, get a copyrighted trademark patent, whatever it is, whatever it is, Find get, get an LLC. Black lawyer friend, Find black... something or somebody. Please. 
something. So that way, if someone comes behind you and they try to copy what you have going on, you can block it and say, oh, no, you know, we're going to fight over this. And, you know, get your coin, protect your coin, because nobody can look out for you except you. So hopefully within this 30 minutes, hopefully we taught you guys something. Um, yes. Like I said, this is free game. This is this is not a sponsored podcast. This is something that we do because we enjoy it, and you guys enjoy listening. So, yes. go ahead and get you some some stocks. Go ahead yes. and do whatever it is that you need to do. Get you some certifications, a trade, do whatever it is that you need to do, so that you even can break if you start today purpose. by manifesting your energy, saying that my business will prosper or I will be successful with this skill whatever it is put that in the atmosphere it all starts with your thinking it starts with your mindset apple was an idea that's amazon was an idea you know walmart was an idea so you definitely have to work on your mindset as well that's how you break generational curses by taking that negativity and not letting it affect you so you can focus on your goals and your dreams so, you guys, that's our time. That's our 30 minutes. Thank you for listening. Woo! I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's so important. This is for you. This is for yes. whoever. Share it with whomever you need to share it with. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time.